Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What is Most Important to You? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready for what you have for us, shutting off our minds, Father, and listening to your word, Father, being washed with your precious word. So we think, Father, in line with what you say, because you are truth. And we choose, Father, to follow you and not our feelings and opinions. We thank you for it. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about what is most important to you. What do we put first in our lives? We are living in times like Noah's days and the days of Sodom and Gomorrah with extreme self-focus and love for evil as the devil's time is short, but we can make it if we put God number one in our lives. Matthew 7, 13 and 14 in the New King James Bible says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. 14, but narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. My friends, we don't want to follow the majority in the world to destruction. We want to stay on the narrow path to heaven. Let's start today in Matthew 6, 31 through 33 in the Amplified. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, What are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? 32, for the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, But do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Folks, God knows we need these basic things and that we should not worry. Verse 33, But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. My friends, we are to first and most importantly seek God, His kingdom, and His righteousness, the attitude and character of God, not seek Him second or fifth or tenth, but first place. Now Matthew 6.33 in the Common English Bible, instead desire first and foremost God's kingdom and God's righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Folks, we are to desire first and foremost God's kingdom and righteousness. Now, Matthew 6, 33a in the contemporary English version. But more than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants. My friends, more than anything else, we are to put God's work first and what he wants to do, not what we want to do in our work. Now, Matthew 6, 33a in the easy-to-read Bible, what you should want most is God's kingdom and doing what he wants you to do. Folks, what we should want most is God's kingdom and doing what he wants us to do. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians 5, 8 through 12 in the Amplified Bible. We are, as I was saying, of good courage and confident hope and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Nine, therefore, whether we are at home on earth or away from home and with him, it is our constant ambition to be pleasing to him. 
My friends, it should be our constant ambition to be pleasing to Him. How pleasing do you think it is to God that our TV ads for sports get much, much more money than TV ads for preaching of the gospel? Or how pleasing do you think it is for God that we spend millions upon millions of dollars on ads to save animals, but hardly anything on ads to save innocent babies? It is no wonder God talks about the wide path to hell. 10. For we believers will be called to account and must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be repaid for what has been done in the body, whether good or bad. That is, each will be held responsible for his actions, purposes, goals, motives, the use or misuse of his time, opportunities, and abilities. Folks, all believers will appear before the judgment seat of Christ and review all the good and bad we've done. But praise God, that is a much better meeting than for those going to the pit of flames and torture. 11. Therefore, since we know the fear of the Lord and understand the importance of obedience and worship, we persuade people to be reconciled to Him. But we are plainly known to God. He knows everything about us. And I hope we are plainly known also in your consciences for God-given discernment. Now, verse 12 We are not commending ourselves to you again, but are giving you an occasion to be rightfully proud of us so that you will have an answer for those who take pride in outward appearances, the virtues they pretend to have, rather than what is actually in the heart. My friends, God is all about what is in our hearts, not the virtues people pretend to have. Colossians 1.10 in the Amplified so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, displaying admirable character, moral courage, and personal integrity, to fully please Him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work, and steadily growing in the knowledge of God with deeper faith, clear insight, and fervent love for His precepts. Folks, if God is most important to us, we'll walk in a worthy manner, fully pleasing to Him, and then bearing fruit in every good work, and also steadily growing in the knowledge of God and with a growing deeper faith. Deuteronomy 6, 5 in the Amplified, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength, your entire being. My friends, I can't add much to that. Matthew 6, 22, 37 through 38 in the Amplified. And Jesus replied to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Folks, this is critical in our walk with the Lord. It's the first and greatest commandment. Sadly, many put their animals before God, their bodies, their homes, their spouse, their kids, their money, their hobbies, and many other things. Now, Matthew 19 27 through 30 in the Amplified. Then Peter answered him saying, Look, we have given up everything and followed you, becoming your disciples and accepting you as teacher and Lord. What then will there be for us? 
Jesus said to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, in the renewal that is the messianic restoration and regeneration of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me becoming my disciples will also sit on twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel." 29, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms for my name's sake will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. 30, but many who are first in this world will be last in the world to come and the last first. My friends, it is a sad day coming for many in the world with enormous wealth and power that don't know and serve Jesus and they will be last in the world to come. Matthew 19.29 in the New King James Bible, And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands, for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. Folks, we have to put God before everything, including our homes, brothers, sisters, parents, our spouse, our children, our property, and our things. Then we'll inherit eternal life. God has to be the most important thing in our lives. Now closing today in Matthew 6:24 in the Amplified. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. My friends, we can't have a tie for first place with God in our money or our possessions or our fame or status. We can't value anything more than the Lord. He has to be the most important thing in our life. Let's pray. Father, we repent of any time that we put anything before you. Father, we know you are the most important thing. And you said in Revelations that we cannot be lukewarm or you'll spew us out of your mouth. Father, we choose to put you first in everything we do. We repent of when we haven't. Thank you for showing us areas of our lives that we need to clean up, Father, and put you first. And make sure our priorities are set in line in all that we do with you, number one, Father. Thank you for your mercy where we've missed you. Thanks for loving us and showing us, Father, where we need to change. In the precious name of Jesus, Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.